0: What is up, everybody? It's another episode of Lifting Coast. We're on the summer break that's not so summer.
1: You're really mad about that.
0: Feels like we're on another summer break. I just don't get it.
1: You want to start off on a, on a tangent? <laughs> I just, I just don't broadcast? understand
0: the logistics. We're talking about a sport that has all this praise of having this logistical masterclass. And this does not make sense.
1: No, it doesn't. So when I first think of it, right? A We have a month off. It's 4 weeks. Literally right?
0: a month. I I mean I I left Australia. I was like, "Oh yeah, 2 weeks." And then I'm like, "What? A month?"
1: The month. Then we're headed to Baku, which is, ne- is not next week, the week after. Yes, yeah, so we go Baku next. And then we go a week a week after a 5-day turnaround to Miami. How does that make any sense?
0: That's one of those races where you got to drop ship.
1: Yeah, but that, but how does that make sense? You take a month off, and then you go from Baku, Azerbaijan, Eurasia to the US,
0: USA. To North America. That
1: doesn't make any sense, right? Like, it's actually ridiculous. So, it, you talk about being carbon, what is it, carbon-free carbon or n- carbon neutral. Or positive.
0: Whatever they… I and mean, then
1: you want to come… Then I think in two weeks, you're now at… Um, you're back at Imola.
0: Yeah, then you go to Imola.
1: And then you go to Canada, I, I believe.
0: I think it's Monaco.
1: Monaco, then Montreal. Or something… But the, it just doesn't make sense, right? Why are we not packing together Montreal and Miami? Like, we want to talk about being carbon neutral and being
0: friendly to the environment. Yeah, I feel like the most common sense would be like, just group the continents together.
1: It would. I, I, uh, at least two races, right? You can justify Las Vegas, Mexico, and Brazil because that's kind of like that same area. So you can justify a second trip. But why am I going back to North America in a month?
0: Yeah, I think going back and forth between continents is a bit crazy, especially when you have like a month off and then you go back to back.
1: Yeah. And, and it's not like you're going like three, four hours, like you're going like Europe, potentially to some like maybe um, Asia, like where it's borderline, right? But you're talking and then about, talk across about like the ocean. time
0: difference, jet lag, like a five day turnaround is crazy. You finish up it's in crazy. Baku and then you got to go straight to Miami and get climatized.
1: Very crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. I'm not as mad about it, but I know that you're definitely not happy about it. I just think
0: it. in a year where we've got an all-time high in races and drivers are already complaining about the schedule instead of having like a month off, plus we have another we have the summer break. Mm-hmm. Why not just not use this month off, but space out the year better? Yeah. I get that. Um because there's going to be like so it's like, pick your poison. You're going to have back-to-backs where you're going cross-continent, but then it's like, oh, you had four weeks off. Let me
1: give you the flip side, right? What about, how much of this is just F1 giving teams a chance to develop their car after two races? Or three races?
0: I mean, strategically, if that's the case, it makes sense. And I can definitely attest to it and say, you know what? I'm all for it. Mm-hmm.
1: So that, 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 would, that would be my only thing that comes to mind. That's the only thing that can logically make sense. Is that, hey, we're giving you guys a chance to develop your cars. Because, hey, after three races, you guys have an understanding of what your car is. We've given you, you know, a variety of tracks. I would say each track was a little different. It kind of gave you a, a taste of it. So now go develop your cars. So it's a, you know, a, a better fight through the mid-half of the year up into summer break. That would just be my only thought.
0: I just think it was so early. Like, the season just started. Um, and if you're a driver, that's kind of that like… You form with withdrawals. Yeah, <laughs> but also, like, if you're a driver, you're like, I want to be in the car. It's yeah. Like, Everyone, it's almost like I'm telling you, it was like summer break. Everyone's been on vacay, kind of.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, I think everybody's been in the lab. Summer break is different. You know, you have to have two weeks off. Yeah, for sure. Your team has to be shot this pure development.
0: Break. But I mean, I've just, if you follow the drivers on socials, it looks like a lot of the different drivers have had little mini vacays. You're not wrong there. So, You're not wrong. I mean, look, everyone's got to live. I don't doubt that people are in the lab. I mean, I know I, I was reading that Mick has been doing a ton of work for Mercedes in the simulator.
1: I, heard, I saw that somewhere as well. How do you feel about... So, on a side note, right? People are saying, like, should Mick replace Lewis if Lewis happens to leave, right? And let's not even talk about Lewis leaving. Let's just say he left. Let's just... like I don't want to hear the, he's not leaving. Would Mick even be an option for you? He wouldn't even be an option, in my opinion. I'm going after, like, Charles, I'm going after. I don't know. I'm just not picking Mick.
0: I mean, if all the drivers on the grid currently are locked in, I don't know if there's another driver outside of F1 that I would take. It would be but Mick. If I could go get someone, I'd go after Lando. I'd go after Charles. Um, that I, would make sense to me.
1: I would okay. So here's a question for you. Lewis leaves next year. Danny Ricardo or Mick Schumacher? I'd take Mick. Really?
0: Wow, I'm surprised. I would take Danny. I mean, it's funny because I was listening to the race breakdown, the McLaren start this year compared to last year. And although the car is not being great to drive, Oscar Piastri has performed in a lot of ways better than Danny Rick did. Yeah. And Oscar Piastri is much younger with much higher upside. Yeah. I, I think that's so it's fair. like if I look at Danny, I look at Mick, like I don't obviously have that data on the Mick side, but. Like, Mick's got more upside. Uh, I mean, upside is, potential is a big exactly. question mark, right? It's, it's, it's a complete unknown. That's so, a question mark. I, I don't know, like, I started to think, is Danny maybe maxed? Like, has no, he hit his, his plateau? The,
1: so there's two things, right? A, we talk about driving style. Driving style and car is a big fit, right? I think as we've both explored the world at F1, your car has to fit your driving style or you're not gonna, your full potential is not going to be unlocked. And I think that shows with Checo because he says this year, he feels that the car, as like all years, at the beginning of the year, the car is equal. Like it's equally balanced. And then they'll probably tailor towards max after summer break. But you could see in his results that he looks great at early Checo other than spinning out. So I do think driving car style does play a difference. like, even Lando talked about it too, right? He's like, I have to adjust my driving style for this car on Beyond the Grid. I Me and you both talked about that offline, remember?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then on the Mercedes side, George Russell said has said that this is the best car he's ever driven in F1. Yeah, I mean, I think people are- Because he's, and you've talked about it so many times on this pod, it's like, George was used to driving such a piece of shit. Yeah, he was used to driving a piece of shit. And that's why, I mean, this year, if you take away- results and points, like, George has had the faster pace.
1: Yeah, I I, I... I hesitate to say that purely because we don't know if they're testing or not, right? But that is Lewis has
0: said that the issue that he has is... No confidence. Because the way that the, it sets up, he feels like he's actually sitting on the front wheels. Because their seating arrangement this year is the furthest...
1: Yeah, I, I furthest up.
0: It's ever been. Yeah, So Lewis has really that. struggled with that.
1: And... I guess George doesn't struggle and with anything. That's driving
0: styles. Yeah, and George doesn't struggle with anything
1: because when you drive a Williams from so 2020, that's why I,
0: it's crazy because sure he got what? Well, what did he drive that one-off race in Saudi? Was it the W11? Secure yeah. W12. W12. Yeah, I mean, I that, mean, was, that was, a, was a masterpiece. A masterpiece, right? Yeah. So that's an anomaly. He he only got one race in it, but you know, in reality, this is the best car he's drove. Yeah, for sure. And
1: I think that you know, going back to Mercedes, right, and we can dive into it. I really hesitate for people to say this is not the car yet because I think we saw a massive stride in Australia, but Toto will say the track favored them, right? Favored their car style. But as you see them add more downforce to the car, it's a fast car. It's not as fast as Red Bull, but I wouldn't say the engineering design was a problem. I think they just haven't unlocked it yet. I'm not ready to ride off the car until, they, until they've actually put downforce into the car because it's the second fastest car in the grid right now, in my opinion.
0: I would agree with that. The other part is you're going to always have this battle when creating a car. You've got the drivers who are the touch and feel, and then you've got the engineer, engineers who are looking at simulations and saying, well, the science tells me this. Yeah. And if the science says something, like how are you ever going to argue that? So let me ask you this. You make a valid point. What if George tells you the
1: car is good and Lewis tells you the car is bad? Is that what Mercedes is facing in the camp right now? Because here's the thing. George has only felt bad up until Mercedes, right? But this may fit his driving style and the science may agree, like you say, to saying, hey, this is the direction we should take. But Lewis is like, no, I've been in seven world championship cars. I've been in two other, like, by one point or a couple point championship cars. This is not the right car. Like, it's such an internal battle. And I think that's a beautiful thing about F1. It is an internal battle for every little thing you do
0: that is extremely tough. You've got someone who's got all this experience, seven world championships. then you have another driver who's come from driving such a bad car who's <laughs> like, "No, this is a great car to drive. Um, that That is why Mercedes is where it is right now it's I think they've gone from dominating for so long to now struggling all of last year, this year, you know, hence the the rash decision making, but it's got to play into it. You've got two drivers telling you two different things. You've got the science telling you another. Then you've got the media running with every single story. You've got Toto overreacting. Like, how do you actually move forward when there's just so much, like, I don't know, what's the word? Just turbulence?
1: <laughs> I, I wouldn't even call it turbulence, man. I think the car is not where they want it to be. I think Mercedes, I think under like Toto's leadership and Lewis Hamilton and, you know, George's a big Lewis fan. I don't think it's like rocky skies in there. I think it's just figure out the car. Yeah, I
0: mean, I don't think, I, I wouldn't say people are fighting, but it's just definitely not a comfortable place to be in. And you know what, after, I'm glad that they did move fast because the season will go so fast. You can't be like, oh yeah, we're going to wait. It's
1: like I agree.
0: They're moving quick and you have to. They, they can't fall out of F1 in the standpoint of like, you've been great for so long, you can't go two years in a row where you're not competitive so that was the question i
1: was going to ask you right if red bull keeps dominating when does mercedes become i don't want to say obsolete but when do we stop talking about mercedes as much is it a two-year span is it a three years it four years what does that look like
0: i don't think um with where the sport is growing towards yeah and where mercedes has built a strong foundation if you look at other sports like the Lakers, the Celtics. I mean, you can even talk about the Golden State Warriors. The Bulls. Like, There's just teams that have to, will always be in the mix. But,
1: but that's my point. So I said the Bulls. The Bulls are not spoken. Yeah, of like but they I didn't. wouldn't
0: like. I don't know if the Bulls are there. I mean, they they got six, but six with one player.
1: I that's that's more than the, the Lakers have
0: won seventeen with multiple eras. Like but, it's that, different. But that's the thing with Mercedes. It's so, only
1: been Lewis and that era. That that that's what I'm saying. Like. Are they the bulls where we forget the, about them?
0: That's I hope <laughs> they're not the bulls. But, uh, and you know, shout Toto. He just uh, made the, the, the new list, list of yeah. Forbes. One bill. I mean, what a great investment he made. Bro,
1: let's talk about it, it, right? He bought it
0: for pennies. I mean, it not wasn't pennies, really- <laughs> but it was like, when you look at the current state of F1, pennies on the dollar, bro.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Let's talk about that. So I'm going through Twitter, right? You know, I'm a big Twitter user. Shout out to all the Mercedes fans there. Bro, why are people so mad? He's worth a billion dollars. Like, well, he's Lewis is worth less than him. The guy owns a stake in the team. Like, he has made great investments. People forget, Toto was in finance before he was in F one. Like, the guy is a money maker.
0: So why I are mean, we mad? I mean, and he's got tons of other ventures that are open. Like, that's that's. But that's my point. Did, I don't know if you look. Did you look at Twitter? I do not. People see People were the... going
1: off how he how he's worth more than Lewis and oh like. Well, this is too much like, mo- money. I mean, hold
0: on. When Toto was Lewis's age, he wasn't a billionaire. Like, Isn't Let's also call look like that. Um, will Lewis have the ability to maybe get there one day? Probably. I'm sure he will. He's got the wealth. He's got the investments, He's got the network. So it's like, you got to take all of that into consideration.
1: 100%. But they're actually, they're also not like, they're not comprehending that his main investment, Mercedes F1 AMG S made a lot of money like what are you guys mad about it, it's crazy Max. but shout out to like Toto because man being worth a billion dollars the guy was you know a mid mid driver at best yeah he didn't was do a well in driver. school and you it know, just shows he's you like one of 2,500 it just shows you that he's uh he did his thing man and, and you don't have to be good at school man and I think that me and you preach that while we're building our business is like it's really about how you um your skills you apply networking, all those different things. But it, it's, it's beautiful to see I that I feel happen. like Toto. that's a,
0: a whole nother conversation. Like, let's break down the 2,500 billionaires in the world and look at their lives.
1: How many, how many billionaires are there in F1? So there's Lawrence. Lawrence. Toto. Toto. Like, does that just come to mind? Any others? I was, Christian doesn't own, own too much in Red Bull, I'm assuming.
0: No, but so he's not a billionaire. He's not a billionaire, no. And neither is uh, Gene Haas. Gene Haas is not a billionaire. No.
1: I don't think Ferrari's an organization.
0: So yeah, I mean,
1: there's only I think there's only a handful that are like that we that sport. are known.
0: I mean, right? if you look at just pro sports teams around the world, like a lot of billionaires are prized of the sports teams. The owners,
1: but I'm just saying like when you think about like who we see on the grid, are there any other billionaires that come to mind?
0: I don't think so. Um obviously Michael Schumacher has kind of been on that. Yeah, no, like, for sure. on the fringe. I think he's been up, then he's been down, but
1: yes. It's crazy, though.
0: I think Schumacher's birthday just passed a couple... Like, in
1: March, I believe. So, happy birthday to him. I could yeah. be wrong, but pretty, it's pretty interesting to see, like, just how, like, F1 is kind of playing out. Because, you know, we talked about it uh, yesterday. Drive to Survive has now birthed a uh, breaking point and full Great swing. Yeah, point,
0: yeah. This, I mean, Drive Survive will become, like, the case study for any... Documentary that's being made right now.
1: Yeah, because of how much it's grown the sport, right? Um, and and I kind of see more American fans going into, but I feel like it's been bad in a way, not for the growth of the sport, but just the knowledge of the sport. And because they were so blessed with the, t- we talk about all- we were so blessed with twenty twenty one, regardless of the result. And now because it's like a blowout, people are not understanding like that's a level of dominance shown in F one usually between one or two teams. Like it's not twenty twenty one at all times.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't haven't even watched the season, the latest. You haven't watched any of it. I I watched three episodes. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I've watched one episode. It, the one thing I will say, right, I'm not a fan. Everybody knows that ever since our pod. The one thing I will say, it is so well produced. No matter how much of it's manufactured, and as a content business ourselves, it's always good to see.
0: Look, um, we've obviously been busy over the last few weeks. I want to kind of digress a little bit. You're on a track. Albeit not a Formula One track. Yeah. Tell the viewers, uh, everyone listening, like what happened? Where were you?
1: Yeah. So I was at the Texas Motorway. For anybody that's in America, it's in. It's about forty minutes off from Dallas, Texas.
0: So it's not Austin.
1: It's not Austin. No, no. It's called the Texas Motorway. Um, it's about forty minutes off from uh Dallas. I want to say about probably about three hours away from Austin. So I got to go. I guess VIP. Really experience an indie track, which was cool. And we were trackside. Trackside Indy, I also got to do NASCAR Truck Series. I got to sit in kind of like a booth where you get to see all the data. So that was cool. I mean, listen, theirs is a lot. It's not even close, right? Like, I'm talking to guys and they have like Excel spreadsheets. I'm like, F1 doesn't do, like this is amateur shit compared to F1. But Indy was cool. We got to see the Indy car uh, with Colton Herta. I got to meet Colton Herta. He's a really I mean, nice guy.
0: Potentially an F1 driver in the future.
1: Yeah, um, but it's such a different also sport. also saw Roman. Yeah, I saw Roma on a bunch of times because we were in the Andretti sports camp. Shout out to them. They got us VIP passes. So it is crazy. Like,
0: you know, there's still F1 ties.
1: Yeah. And you know what the thing is, though, right? It's such a different sport. And I did more research on it. They're flying at like 200K around the same circle over and over. Again. Over and over again. So it's like, it's so enduring because you have to think about it, right? How many Gs are on your body constantly? Because you're F1 probably like drivers three to
0: five Gs like throughout the whole time, right? So that's why you're fatigued, one little mistake, and you're just
1: crash. 100%. So F1 drivers like you got cornering you got you know there's, there's some slower parts where you get a chance to like let your body relax for like even if it's a split second. But they're just like zoom zoom
0: zoom zoom. So I'm like holy cow this is crazy. And because it's in the same direction like the G's are on the same side of your body. Yeah. That you know you don't take that as a casual fan. You don't necessarily think about that because it's like oh this driving driving a circle but that's
1: crazy. It's very intensive right. I, 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 I read Roman speak about He's like Man, I thought it'd be easy and it was a lot harder than I thought because you're going 200, 200 kilometers around the same circuit the whole time. And there's now, they a, have street um,
0: circuits as well, but some of their circuits And there's are a, uh, like, incline, right, on the track? Yeah,
1: there's an incline, of course. It's, uh, what do we call it? It's when it's sloped. Uh, I forgot. Banked. We, banked. Yeah, it's yeah. banked the whole time. So it, it's it's very difficult. Like, I, I wouldn't say, I got, I, I gained a better appreciation for it. Um, I got to see Colton this car, like, first class, uh, first hand, like, All the inside of it, which is really cool.
0: I heard um, you guys even got to listen into the driver and engineer.
1: That was on the NASCAR truck. Yeah, that was cool. You got to hear… So, we got to hear from Nick Sanchez. His dad was a legendary racer. He's driving the NASCAR truck series. Man was so calm. It was so… Like, last point before we jump back to F1. It was so stupid. I texted you this, but… The fact that he was leading for 168 laps… And on the last lap, someone hit him, and there's no penalty. And the and the guy that kind of pushed him off the way to got him into accident won the race. Is ridiculous. It's so the stupid. Wild Wild West, man. It's so
0: stupid. So you you got to experience your first like race weekend. Yes, not F one, but it was cool. Look, we're not comparing the two, but obviously there are similarities of being at a track.
1: Indy, Indy for sure. Like Indy was really cool, man. Like. You got to see all the tires, how they look at the tires, like, when they come off. Like, they put little holes in them to measure, like, how much they degraded, and they right- mark them. I don't know if that's how F1 does it, but it's cool to Peter see. Peter was also
0: telling me that they, uh, they had to ask you guys to ask Justin to remove something from his story.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, because there was uh <laughs> he took a picture of the engine, and <laughs> it's supposed to be there's some But, I mean, sauce. now we
0: also understand in F1 why, like, people are always, like, trying to look at the car. like, has anyone seen the underbody? Like, Yeah, it—, it it's very interesting. There is, it's a chess game. Yeah, it's a chess game.
1: Um, I want to jump into my team. Have you... Have, what's going on with the Scuderia? <laughs>
0: Honestly, I think any Formula 1 fan of the world is like... Yeah. So let me ask you this. Would you say race qualifying pace,
1: Ferrari's not too far off a of Red Bull? Like a
0: 10th? Tenth, yeah, I would say if you were to look like... If, Everything was perfect. They're F1 qualifying, like you t- know. typically a, t- a
1: tenth or two tenths off, right?
0: They're Trawl. really close.
1: They're close. What? Like, I, the casual fan does not understand this, right? The race pace is so different, right? It, it's just a completely different yeah, like animal.
0: You could anyone, I mean, Haas can put in a hot lap that can look impressive and then they fall apart after 26 laps. So my question for you is this is a hot take. Does
1: Ferrari figure out their race pace by the end of this year? I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll, they'll even be a contender this year. But will they actually figure out their race pace this year? Because it's something they've struggled with since 2021. Because we think about it, right? McLaren had a way better race pace than Ferrari did. Their car was faster last year, in my opinion. But in 2021. Last year, they had a blistering car, best engine.
0: Race pace sucked. What is up with this? What is up with the Scuderia and the race pace, man? I just don't get how a team that's been around the longest, a team that gets the most money from F1, a team that has they get more data than any other team in F1 because of his history, how is this still happening? Um, it definitely also like shows getting rid of Benato was not the solution. They should have kept him. Fred Vasseur has this incredible responsibility now to fix this team. Like, I wouldn't want that job. It's like, what does Ferrari do? I have no idea. The drivers are frustrated. Mm-hmm. The fans are frustrated. I'm sure the entire team is frustrated. But without clear leadership and a clear path forward, I don't see this team doing anything this year.
1: No, I, they I don't They could be either. fourth. No, there's no way they're
0: fourth. I mean, Aston Martin looks better.
1: Yeah, but… Actually, you know what? You make a good point. Do you think they're actually fourth this year?
0: If they finish fourth, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God. No, no, but that's not what I'm asking. Are they finishing fourth this year? I wouldn't be like, oh, my God. So, where
1: are they finishing this year? They're going to finish fourth. So, you're you're coming on air and saying Ferrari's finishing
0: fourth. Ferrari's going to finish fourth, and I think Charles Leclerc is going to, like, find a way to get out of his contract.
1: He's done in 2023. I think his contract ends this year. Um, no, twenty-four
0: to twenty-five.
1: Twenty-four, I think he's done. Anyways, Lando's he, renewed to twenty-five. They finish
0: fourth. He will find a way out.
1: Mercedes. I
0: mean, there we go.
1: Do you think Lewis actually is he considering leaving a different team? Forget if he does. Do you think he's actually considering leaving Mercedes? I do.
0: There's not a, a world where I see Lewis Hamilton leaving Mercedes.
1: The way I look at Lewis with Mercedes is no different than like I know he didn't spend his whole career with Mercedes, but it's like. There was bad years for Kobe's last years. And I don't think Lewis jumped ship.
0: Like, nah, and I think even if you look at this season, especially coming out of Australia, obviously, he's being extremely positive.
1: Yeah. But the thing is too, right? Like, l- let's, let's also call it a spade, right? F1 is not like where you can just tr- make trades and get a super team. You have to have a team with resources. You have to have a team that you can trust that can develop. And there's really only two teams on the grid. There's Red Bull and there's Mercedes. Right now, Red Bull hit, hit the, the dart on the bullseye, right? I'm not going to Ferrari because Ferrari can't get the shit together. Definitely not going to McLaren. There's no other team for you. What, are you going to go to Aston Martin? No, bro. It's
0: those two teams. And it's funny listening to all the drivers after Australia, whether it was um, Alonso or Sainz or even the Red Bulls. Like, like Mercedes literally tricked us all into thinking that they were so bad. like. They're not bad. They're, I, that's what I'm trying to say. Their car it's just like, needs a couple tweaks. They literally got everyone in F1 thinking that they had the worst car ever, and they're on the podium. Their car is fast. But you know, like, it's actually funny because Mercedes fans expect them to be first. Bro, the rest of the world is like, holy shit. They may not be first, but they're still second fastest. Bro, If George doesn't have a DNF, bro. He's finishing on a podium. And that was crazy, too. Like, I haven't seen a Mercedes car catch fire. I don't know in how long. But, like, that's the
1: crazy thing, right? So, car went on fire. The new gas rules. I don't know. It's very interesting to kind of think about if Mercedes' reliability is going to be an issue this year. Because they've tweaked up their car. And, you know, last year we were worried because every single Mercedes car was slow. But we saw Williams put a package behind it, which made it gave it some f- straight line speed. Obviously, Aston Martin's going more towards a more balanced approach, but Mercedes has been fast this year. They've been pretty fast down the straight, not like Red Bull. You saw in Red Bull's the racist video on Red Bull's little DRS trick. So Red Bull's like on a different league, but they got a fast car, man. And that might be because they tuned up their engine and might be reliability. So their biggest strength last year may not be their strength this year. Just saying, we'll, we'll have to monitor it.
0: And heading to Baku, for sure, street circuit. Like I don't know. I think that it's not favorable to Mercedes, but throughout the last few weeks, all the development, the wind tunnel, all the simulations, like, we're going to see their car just get better. Like, they're not going backwards.
1: Yeah, and I think that they have, from my understanding, just reading Danny's tweets, they've they've spoke very positively of, like, they're figuring out a lot of stuff in the wind tunnel. Like, I feel like James Allison, it's James Allison, right? Yeah, it's James Mm -hmm. Allison. James Allison has come out and said, there's a lot of data we've pinpointed in the wind tunnel. So, you know, I think the car has some real potential. Will it catch up to Red Bull? No, but I think it can be a clear second once they figure out their downforce. Because at the end of the day, Aston Martin is a Red Bull copy. And and like in theory, not like in that yeah, I mean, actuality. it's a Red Bull
0: copy with a Mercedes engine, like.
1: Well, listen, we know the like the underbody stuff is different, but in theory they're trying to replicate Red Bull's success, right? The way they designed the car with their own tweak on it. I think to beat Red Bull, you either need to copy them and be better at it, which is hard. Then you're playing
0: catch-up forever. You're
1: two years behind, right? Yeah. Or you have to find a design that works for you. And, you know, here's the thing. If we don't see a competitive car going into summer break that is one-tenth behind Red Bull, then you need to scrap the whole thing. For like sure. You need to like just redesign a whole car. I think that, like I said earlier, re-scrapping the car is just too much. It's overreacting right now. Um, just got to figure out what that looks like and when that time is where you scrap the whole thing.
0: So this year, it's pretty clear that Red Bull is going to win.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't think anybody in their right <laughs> mind thinks Red Bull is not going to win.
0: You know, like, we're only three races in. Mm-hmm. It, they're going to win. For sure. They're, they will win the drivers and the construction.
1: Unless they're constructors. Unless their car, cars implode.
0: So the question is, can Mercedes win next year?
1: No. Twenty twenty five is when I'll give them their year.
0: So, I think Red Bull's just too. You fired. don't think that Mercedes will get close to challenging Red Bull? I think they'll the challenge the year. Them
1: next year. I think so it'll,
0: it'll, be
1: be a like, fight. it'll be like
0: it'll be like 2025. But it'll be like twenty twenty one Red Bull Mercedes. Yeah,
1: but I think Red Bull will win. out. like here is my thing too. Like, I just think Max is the best driver on the planet. That's my opinion. I don't think Lewis, I think lose is right there with them. Don't get me wrong. What about Fernando? Max is the best driver on the planet, bro. He makes Checo look like a, a child. Not a child, but he he beats Checo by a th- two to three tenths in the same car, bro. That's serious pace, bro. Like, and Checo's not no so, nothing to sneeze at, bro. Checo is considered a very good driver, bro. It's yeah, he's a,
0: he's a good driver. Sometimes it's so half a second on a track. The question continues to become like, does Lewis ever get number eight?
1: I don't know, man. I think, I think. 2025 and 2026. I think he'll drive to then. I think he's on three years left. I think those will be his two opportunities. I also think that um, potentially 2024, they don't win the Constructors Red Bull. I think that Max wins a Drivers Championship. I think Max reels off four in a row. 2024 will be his fourth in a row.
0: It puts him in rare air, it puts him with Seb. Yeah, it's just tough. Like anytime you start talking about number eight, it just brings back nightmares. Yeah,
1: it's crazy to see. Because
0: we've now seen multiple races since then that they've red flagged or you finished mean that- under safety car. Bro, they didn't even, we could talk about it and I didn't
1: read the technicality so I'm not going to pretend like I know. Bro, Carlos stayed in position even after the accident. Like, I mean, so dumb. Bro, I was talking to Peter. I was like, Bottas should have just ran into the wall in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> he should have just ran into the wall so another safety car came out. Should have oh got his gosh. boy his eighth, bro. I would have got my boy the eighth. Man.
0: I mean, just think about it. It's actually crazy. Because, I mean, we just finished... Um, was it Australia finished under... Yeah, it's because of yeah. the accident. They did finish the race.
1: But they put it back because they didn't get through the first sector, I believe. If I remember correctly.
0: It is extremely sad. So, let me ask you this. When does Lewis win his eighth, in your opinion? Well... I would like to see Lewis win next year. Is that reality? I'm not sure. I think that if we can get close enough towards the end of this year where we're maybe like a 10th off and we're challenging, there's a chance that we take that leap next year. I think that Red Bull will suffer uh, a slight setback just on development this year because of the fact that they lost some of their wind tunnel. Mercedes yeah. will make up for it. And the reality is like, they, there's no reason why they can't take that leap. I, I think they can. Like, They don't have like other limitations. My issue is not if they can or they can't,
1: right? My issue is, do they? Because Red Bull is so far ahead. And and, and let's just be honest, right? Adrian knew he's a genius when it comes to this shit. how we, we saw how Red Bull, Red Bull progressed over the five years. Because Mercedes was so dominant. In 2020, 2021, you started them seeing them really come up. Because they, they, they weren't good back then. When the first uh, the turbo hybrid era, right? So, engine, right? We saw when they switched from Renault to Honda, reliability. There's a big jump. So I, I really just don't. I think Red Bull is such a. I mean, we we. I just said it. They're just as good as Mercedes in terms of development, right? And and Red Bull, like Mercedes in 2014, had the good car and had the jump. And I kind of think history will, will will repeat itself when. The end to the era, which is 2026, is when they will Mercedes will catch up.
0: Yeah, that that's hard to think because I don't know if Lewis will wait till 26.
1: I mean, if he's in a competitive car, he will. It, it, here's the thing, right? He's Max 38. Still, Max still right? won races. 38? He's 38. Yeah, he's
0: 38. Um, or
1: 37,
0: 38, 37. I think he's 38. Alonso is 41 or
1: 41. Yeah, I think Lewis has till 2026. I think he's got three more years: 24,
0: 25, and 26. He, you know. I don't know how much you can put behind it, but he said, like, he's gonna race till he gets number eight.
1: He also said that, like, he feels great. He said this has been his I mean, best year. He,
0: he's in great shape.
1: I mean, he's always in great shape. He's fucking Lewis Hamilton. He Appleton.
0: looks great. You, when you pair his lifestyle with that kind of wealth, you're gonna do fine.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Lives in Monaco, like, he's doing, he's doing good.
1: I think, I think he could race till he's 42, 43. But at the end of the day he's like, "Do you want to continue doing it? He's been doing it since what he was six, seven
0: I was literally about to say six years old,
1: yeah, so what is that? if you do till you're forty two that's thirty six years that that provided how long he lives, you'll race for almost half your lifetime. you'll be in a cart for half your Crazy. lifetime right but twenty twenty five is my year okay. uh, but 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 let's also not forget George is on his way too, right i people don't talk about it enough but not saying he's better than Lewis, but he is beating Lewis Hamilton at times. You know, so it, it shows you how good George I'll actually give, is. I'll, I'll
0: give Dale some airtime here, but he drives me nuts because he always says like, "Oh, Lewis sucks." It's Like,
1: Lewis does not suck. <laughs>
0: he's like George Bina. It's like, bro, but George is really good. That, that's my only point. I'm not saying that Lewis is, any- but it's like, how can anyone say Lewis sucks?
1: Yeah, I, I. There's two things, right? We go back to is he comfortable in the car? No. But it also shows you how talented George is to beat a champion. Lewis is not suck. You can't win seven world titles and suck. And you beat your teammate every single year other than once in 2016.
0: Exactly. So anyways, um, we'll see what happens. I'm very much looking forward to Baku. It's actually one of my favorite tracks. I think it's got so much… Character. I love Baku. It is fast. That straight line. And then you got that little tight curve. And you up know, the there's going to be yellow flags, probably red flags, because it is so difficult. It is difficult. Not a lot of room.
1: This is Checo's track, though.
0: It is Checo. Checo
1: loves street This service. is also
0: where Lewis burnt his brakes on the restart. And lost the championship.
1: Bro, literally 18 points right there. But Bro.
0: <laughs> I, I want to ask you this. Did you see Alpine say that they
1: will have a car that can compete for number three? Like three, four. Um, That's how much did, development they have in the car.
0: I did. I don't know how I feel about them. Um, they've got a very strong driver lineup. I don't know how. It's not great. It's not bad. It's, it's not very average. good. It's, it's good. good. It's good. Think yeah. if you were to if you combine the two, arguably could be the fourth best team.
1: So okay, let's talk. I have, no no no. You can't. I have I have McLaren before them. Lando. He, Lando takes up both of them for me. And we see how good Oscar when you, is.
0: For sure. But when you look at the years in F1, the ability, the they're still young. They're, they have very strong driver. No, lineup. so I'm
1: asking you do you pick Lando and Oscar? Or do you pick the Alpine team? Which one are you taking?
0: If I'm picking clearly today, today right now, I'm taking Alpine. That's fair. I, I would still take McLaren. I mean, Lando is better than both of them, but I think those two a are A combination? Than, yes. I think
1: Oscar's been really good. It's been really at, good. At I mean, start.
0: all the data shows he's better than Danny Rick. What about Logan Sargent? <laughs> he's trash. He doesn't belong in <laughs> F1. I one. told you that. It's a, it's a money- It's all just a-
1: American. But I told you, it would take 10 to 15 years to get an actual good American
0: driver. I'll also say this, because we're just talking about other teams quickly. Red Bull developed this incredible car. They're the best team, but their are sister company. Is the worst team. They're, they're the worst team right now? They're the slowest team on the grid. Wow. Wow. This is news to me. I didn't even think about that. So
1: what not happened? Paid to the Why is AlphaTauri so bad? Remember they went with a different setup than them in 2022?
0: How does the best team also develop the worst team?
1: Do you... Th- Remember I had a theory craft that they share their data from the car last year?
0: And Nick DeVries looks terrible in it.
1: Oh, He looks awful. He looks terrible. Yuki's actually looked pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why I'm like blown away.
1: Yeah, I mean, I
0: want... To, let's go back to Alpine first. Williams looks better because, like, Albon is having an incredible showing to start this year. Albon's good, though. Like, I was wrong. Remember I said, well, he, like... they got into Q3, right? He got into Q3? Yeah, I believe so. He, he got the
1: Q3. Remember I said that? Yeah, he did get the Q3 in Australia. Remember, I said Album wasn't that good. I'm like, Yuki's better. I got to take that back.
0: <laughs> Album's been really good, man. Bro, this guy in the Williams has just done things that are George esque in a sense. Uh, yeah. If they've looked really good, man. I, I will, I will, I'll give it to him. He's looked really good. So, the, when, you know, like what world will we ever think that Alfa- they would be ahead of Alpha Tori is going to be,
1: they're the worst team on the grid. They don't have a point. What happened to Yuki? He, he DNF'd, right? Um,
0: their he was pace in position: No, he was
1: in position in Australia and he DNF'd, I and, believe.
0: Um, but I think if you look at all of the data, they also have like the worst
1: face. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, let's go back to Alpine. So you didn't answer my question. Do you think they developed a car to be top four, top three car?
0: Right by, right no, by Aston Martin. No, 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 no. They'll be the fifth best team. You don't think they have they? They're not gonna be better than Aston, Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari. They're the fifth best team. It's just like you that's know, that's fair. That's fair.
1: But my point is that they. Does that think they mean have that it. they
0: can't get on a podium? No, but no, like, they they the can't get on a, a podium. They can. They ain't getting on a podium. I mean, why wouldn't they have at least one race where they could? get No, no, a third? I'm talking
1: about like they ain't getting on a podium like that. Like their car is not going to ever get on a podium without
0: luck and help. For sure. uh, Well, my, I don't think so necessarily. They're the fifth best team, but when did they do it? it? There, there is a situation where they can. But
1: they, that's my point. They need a situation. When we were talking about McLaren as the fourth best car, they didn't need situations. Yeah. In 2021, right? They that's just made fair, it happen. That's fair, that's fair. Mercedes did not need situations to hop on a podium. They need situations to win last year. Yes. But yes. they didn't need situations to hop on a podium. That you know they're like, not in that class. And that's my question. Are they in that class? That car
0: is not a podium. It's just, they're not.
1: So let's start classifying because we haven't done this. Podium cars, right? Because Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Austin. Bull, and Aston are all podium cars. Red Bull's the every only weekend, winner.
0: Every single weekend, those cars can get a podium. They can be on a podium. Alpine is not a jumping on podium list. Nah, that's why they're fifth best. I
1: don't even know if they'll be fifth best. I'm going to go to on limit and say McLaren is going to develop a car. Their, their car's McLaren, progressed. They,
0: they're saying that towards the end of the season, McLaren's going to be like… Back to normal. Their um, principal, what's his name? Andreas Seidel? Seidel? that is.
1: No, Andre Seidel went to uh he went to be the CEO of uh of Alpine, I believe.
0: I forgot. He went to a different. Ah. Yeah, he- uh, Andrei- I know Andrei- someone left. Anyway left. I don't wanna speak on that then. But the point is everything coming out of the McLaren camp is that they have huge upgrades and development
1: coming. Yes. Yeah, so my point to you is I don't even think Alpine passes
0: McLaren. Yeah.
1: Uh, they're not a podium car that, that was my point I have to ask you like, do you really think they could and then, and
0: then you have to take like the stability of two good drivers with the team that has an incredible driver and a young driver with a ton of upside
1: for sure so before we sign off I want to ask you this list your driver rankings from 1 to 10 right now
0: just top 10 top 10 yeah um, Max Lewis George Max Lewis not George. in order just give me your top 10 yeah, yeah, Max Lewis, George, Charles, Fernando, Lando, Alex,
1: Carlos, Carlos, Checo,
0: Gasly, Ocon. I'll put Ocon. No Botas. No See, so I got
1: pretty much. So I got Max, Lewis, George, Charles, Checo, Carlos, Lando, I got Gasly, Fernando obviously. And Albon. Yeah. Albon makes top 10. Albon makes my top 10. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to say. <laughs> Our lists are the same, right? I think they are the same. They are the same.
0: So we're in the same thought. Um it's Valtteri cr- is bad. He's I wouldn't say he's bad. He's just Good driver. He's a solid driver. Listen, Veltri in a great car can put a, a great hot lap in. <laughs> Are his driver instincts great? No. Where do you where do you slot Oscar? Oscar was the fringe of making it. It's like he if I but remember like He's I just still said really Alpine's young. really good. So if I put in Oscar over both those drivers so, it contradicts my point. So I'm like I I got to put at least I one gas Gazzy over Ocon. Yeah, that you, was that was difference. our difference.
1: So Oscar is bare. I had to debate Oscar as well. I'm not going to lie to he's you. He's right been very there. impressive, but he's still got to show me more.
0: Yeah. I would say more. the worst drivers on the grid right now, Logan Sargent is the worst driver. Um, which, you know what? It's not bad. Like, it's expected. Yeah. And then Paul Hulky second, has not looked good either. Hulkenberg is almost his uh, out qualified. He's out qualified, but yeah. on race days, he's not. I would good. say it goes, and, and I hate it's really shitty to say it, but the old rookie in DeVries has been terrible. He's been, but he's been, maybe bad that's well. circumstantial.
1: Yeah. You know, Joe's been really good, I think. Joe's been,
0: I mean, good. that team has just been awful too. they I want to say, the second or third worst team on the grid. So
1: I feel like Joe's been solid though. That's my point. I feel like he's been pretty solid.
0: But I mean, Ferrari, the whole Ferrari
1: engine team took a step back. Haas, sure. Alpha Romeo, and Ferrari. But anyways, we'll be back uh, for sure for um, for Baku, right? We'll be back. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. All right, guys. We'll see you guys uh, next week. Peace.